0: Faith in It tis the time of the Irish. I'm Richard. And I'm
1: Gary. And these are our incredible stories. Hello and welcome back to all of our listeners from around the world and across the United States. We are so happy to have you back with us for some more of Rich and Gary's incredible stories. And uh, if you are new and you like what you hear, well, feel free. Hit that like and subscribe button. Join us every Friday. We have new episodes, new stories to tell. And uh, we always love uh, adding new friends to our lineup of uh, people who are already here uh, enjoying the show. So go ahead. Enjoy. Uh, what are we going to be talking about today?
0: Well, uh, I also want to welcome each and every one of our listeners uh, this evening. Um, I always look forward to our little get-togethers on Friday night, or whenever it is that you happen to listen to our podcast. We're absolutely thrilled to have you with us. And um, Next week, a week from tonight, a week from Friday night, which is tonight, uh, is St. Patrick's Day. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is typically observed on March 17th and uh This year it falls on a Friday, so I thought uh, maybe it would be a good idea to talk a little bit about St. Patrick's Day the week before so that everybody is uh, fully up to speed for St. Patrick's Day when it occurs. Oh, absolutely. Why not? Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, start off with uh, a few interesting things about St. Patrick's Day. Oh, do tell. Mm Mm-hmm. Did you know, Gary, that blue was the color that was originally associated with St. Patrick? Uh, No,
1: I did not. Uh, When I think of St. Patrick's Day, it's always green.
0: uh Uh-huh. And so it is green indeed today. And even in Ireland, everything is green. But blue was what was originally associated with the historical St. Patrick. Something uh, unusual. That is unusual. Historical trivia. Now, the first uh, St. Patrick's Day parade in the American colonies before we became the United States, that was held in New York City on this day, March 17th, a week from tonight, in 1762. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And did you know that uh, St. Patrick's Day is the traditional day for planting a particular vegetable, even if it's in the snow?
1: Oh, I better know what it is. Is it the potato?
0: No. No. Really? What is it? It's peas. Peas? <laughs> yeah. St. Patrick's Day. I know a lot of people don't know some of these obscure facts that we bring to the show. I didn't know that. I don't, but uh, St. Patrick's Day is the traditional day for planting peas. Even if it has snowed in your area and there's snow on the ground, you plant peas. Well, then you get snow peas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's pretty clever, Gary. (laughs) I just heard somebody
1: groan across the world. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. Anyways, um, cabbage seeds are are often planted today too. And and the old time farmers believed that uh, to make them grow well, you needed to plant them well. Wearing your night clothes, (laughs) no PJs required.
1: Because that's the time when I want to do all my gardening, it's in my pajamas. Oh
0: yeah, right, whoever had thought of something like that. Now, before we get down to some of our historical content, I'm going to ask you the joke of the season. Okay, what is it? Why should you never iron a four-leaf clover? I have no idea why. You don't want to (laughs) press (laughs) your luck. I just heard five more people start to groan. Lots of groans around the world tonight. Okay, folks, if you'll indulge us, we'll get to a little more serious matter now. Um, Was there there a a St. Patrick? Was he a real person? What do you think, Gary? I'm going to say yes. Yes, as a matter of fact, you'd be right. Um, The man who eventually became uh, St. Patrick he wasn't born in Ireland. He was actually born in Britain. And that was part of the Roman Empire at the time. So you folks who are listening to us from Britain, St. Patrick was born amongst ye. Oh. Mm-hmm. And his name uh, was Maywin Succat. I'm going to spell that. Yeah, that's Maywin, that M-A-E-W-Y-N. That was his first name and his last name, or family name, Succat S-U-C-C-A-T. Strange name, don't you think?
1: I definitely think that is a strange
0: name. Yeah, and uh, he was born in the late 4th century, so that would be in the 300s sometime. Wow. Uh, his family was Christian, but you know what? Maywin, uh didn't go along with what his family believed. He decided that... He would be an atheist, somebody who did not believe in God huh? all through his childhood. Okay, that's unusual. Okay. Right? I, I can't tell you why history has lost the details of that, but uh, so Saint
1: Patrick was an atheist.
0: Uh huh. He started off as an atheist. Alrighty. He started off as somebody born in Britain, and um, then at 16 years old, of all things, he was kidnapped. Kidnapped. Mm-hmm. This was right around the turn of the century, right around 400. He was kidnapped from his home, taken out of his okay. home, which was on the west coast of Britain, by Irish pirates. Ooh. Ooh, the Irish were the bad guys in this story. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And they carried him off to Ireland, and they forced him to work as a shepherd herding sheep. Oh. No and bueno. He stayed in captivity for six years. Years, so yes. that would make it 22 years old when he escaped. Ooh, mm-hmm. he escaped his pirate captors, and I tell you what—he did the hike of all hikes. He walked almost 200 miles. 200 miles. Yep, across Ireland, back to the coast, and convinced a ship to carry him um, back to Britain. Shame on he. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, so uh, (laughs) already we have a guy who was kidnapped at the age of 16, didn't believe in God, but his family did, uh, was um, a long ways away from home and ended up making his way back home to Britain from Uh, Ireland. My gosh. And then, of course, the strangest part of the story is later on he would return to Ireland, you know, as a... uh, As a priest.
1: As a priest. So how did he find God if he was an atheist? That is a
0: good question. So, Gary, um, Maywin uh, was convinced that uh, having walked 200 miles and then uh, hitchhiked on a ship back home uh, to Britain, that it was the Lord who protected him and delivered him home safely. So at this point, he underwent a conversion to Christianity.
1: So he had a, uh, a moment of um, yeah. clarity and uh, an epiphany.
0: An epiphany, he, he had an epiphany, that's right. And so he spent, for, for back in those days, he spent an awfully long amount of time uh, in a monastery, 15 years. That's a long time. Oh yeah, because lifespans back then were not all that long and so 15 years preparing for missionary work in a monastery that was that was a pretty huge chunk of time yeah it is Mm -hmm. so uh eventually of course he was ready to be ordained and he became a priest and that's when he changed his name to patricius patricius
1: patrick for a second i thought you said patricia
0: no, Patricius. Patricius. Uh-huh, uh, or Patrick. And that's when he decided of all things to go, not stay in his homeland, but to go back to the place where he had been kidnapped by pirates and held in captivity, Ireland. Isn't that something? And he decided that that's where he would teach the gospel.
1: That, that was going to be his home.
0: Yeah, and he traveled from village to village. He shared the teachings of the Lord, and uh, he actually founded a lot of uh, churches there really Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he chased all the snakes out of ireland right so i think yeah that's uh that's one of the (laughs) one of the old wives tales now um we wear a shamrock on saint patrick's day because um, uh the legend says saint patrick used its three leaves to explain the holy trinity the father the son and the holy ghost yeah the three divine people who are divine uh, one being god but Um, we don't have any direct record that he actually used the shamrock as a teaching tool. So we don't know that for a fact, but here's something interesting. Um, His symbol was a three leaf shamrock to represent the Holy Trinity. Right. Right. But we have four leaf clovers. Now the four leaf clover, the ancient uh, Celts, they thought that was a charm against evil spirits. So that did have some kind of spiritual connection
1: that makes sense. And a lot of things um when it comes to that uh there's there's always a mixture of religion and uh cultural um
0: traditions mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. from that region. Yeah, And so, again, we have no proof that St. Patrick ever uh, had any kind of connection with the three-leaf clover whatsoever. Right, right, exactly. And the four-leaf clover is the one that does have a little bit of uh, religious background from the ancient Celts. But here's what happened with the four-leaf clover, uh, Gary. In 1911, 1911 uh, the superintendent of an Iowa school, his name was O.H. Benson, he decided that he could use the clover as an emblem for their agricultural club for children. And that club became... The 4-H club? 4-H. The National Club Agricultural Program, 4-H.
1: Yeah, for so, kids who want to go into farming and yeah, agriculture. Yeah, yeah,
0: so that... uh uh that started um you know that's yeah. really why the four leaf clover is uh, quite significant today and um you know you can a lot of schools have their 4-h clubs i think i think they. oh no
1: they still that. have 4-h and, uh, the the camp uh that i work at which i'm working at this uh summer um mm-hmm. this past summer um the uh the school that we use for our site has a 4-h club um and they have their chickens, and they've got pigs and other things, little goats and whatnot, and, yeah, it still exists. I, I, I feel like, I mean, everywhere has it. Everywhere has a 4-H club, but I feel like it's it's more popular in the heartland and southwest um, than in most other places. Yeah, in,
0: our, in America's yeah. Uh, Midwest, yeah, especially. Yeah, in the Midwest, especially Iowa, the Kansas, Midwest. Yeah. Uh, places like That's that. where it's really
1: popular. It's not yeah, to say it doesn't Missouri. exist anywhere else. It's just... It's far more popular. A lot of farms. Exactly.
0: So uh, I think that uh, with uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, coming along next week, uh, we did well to talk about the historical figure, St. Patrick, what really happened to him, how he had his conversion, and um, what he did afterwards, uh, the four-leaf clover, and some of the more unusual things connected with St. Patrick's Day. So I would say for those of you who are, listening in uh, at this time i hope you enjoy your saint patrick's day be sure to wear the green wear the green and if you can wear a four-leaf clover and you'll be right in style
1: absolutely and until next time
0: I'm, uh, patio Richard, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm,
1: I'm still Gary, <laughs> but, uh, if you like what you heard and you think, uh, somebody else might enjoy these wonderful stories, remember hit that like and subscribe button and join us again for some more incredible stories.